In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Men, are you a leader, but no one is following you? If so, you're taking a walk. What does it mean to be a leader? Today on this episode, we're going to give you seven steps to become a leader of men. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, your host and guide of today's number one podcast for Christian men on Spotify, leading you to your best version in that stress bubble of life and beyond. But before I get into the meat of this podcast, helping you to launch uh, a, a ministry to men, helping you lead men, I want to share with you one of our 365 hero stories that we are gathering this year. This is hero story number 78. Again, a hero story is a story of transformation that you or someone else writes in about your life. This was an email sent from Damien. Damien writes, I'm in the middle of what feels like the darkest battle of my life. I'm trying to hold a marriage together where there hasn't seemed to be any hope left. For the past several months, uh, though, because of this podcast, I've given my life to Jesus and found my way back to God. More recently, I've been struggling with self-worth and life purpose. During this dark moment of my life and this dark struggle, I ran into a bonus episode you released titled, Who Are You?, that episode was specifically meant for me. Since then, I've shifted my focus from my marriage to trying to find out who I am, who I'm meant to be, and what my purpose on earth is. Even more recently, I began to see signs of hope in my marriage that my wife is beginning to think seriously about returning home. I can't express how thankful I am for what you guys are doing. Man, that's awesome. Hey, Damien, when a man gets it, every one win. So guys, let me jump into the meat of this podcast, helping you to become a leader of men, not just with words, but with action, you know, helping you when you look behind you, you have men that you are leading, that men are following you. And I want to help you as we move into the fall, we're launching uh, local teams around the country, around the planet. We're launching virtual teams around the planet. And we're asking you guys to step up and become the leader that God has called you to be, to round up five of your bros, 10 of your bros, and to start a small group. And so I'm going to give you, you know, in the movie Braveheart, Mel Gibson's character, William Wallace, said, people don't follow titles. 
they feel follow courage. And so let's put away the title of leader and let's actually help you become a leader. And so I'm going to give you seven steps to launching a group and gaining influence over men. This is so simple. These are really simple steps, guys, but we want the process to be uh, simple and easy to follow for you. Step number one, find a co-captain. Find a guy who's willing to launch with you. You know, Jesus, when he set the 12 disciples apart, he paired them in twos. When he launched the 70 out on their mission trip, he paired them in twos. We really believe firmly in the biblical model of starting a group with another guy. That way you're never alone. That way you've always got a guy to uh, bounce ideas off of. You have a guy to cover your back when you're not there. So find a partner is launch step one. Launch step two is just simply to build a hit list. Get together with your partner, your buddy, your team member, and you guys come up with a list of Fifth, you know, 10 to 12 guys each. So you have a list, a total list of 20 guys. That's your hit list. And so what you're going to do is you're going to take this hit list and you're going to narrow it down to a smaller list, which will be your team list. So I don't know if you know this, but in Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 16, the Bible says, One day Jesus went to the mountainside and spent the night praying to God. When the morning came, he called his disciples, now listen, his disciples to him and chose from them 12. So Jesus had a bunch of disciples, a bunch of followers, but he selected 12 specific men from that group. And so that's what we're asking you to do. We're asking you to build a hit list of 8 to 20 people between your partner's group and yourself, and then you would start there. And once you finish step two, you move to step three, which is the call. So what you'll do is you'll you and your partner will get together. You'll have your hit list. You'll establish the time and place of your first meeting. So it's going to be at uh, this coffee shop over here at 6 in the morning, and we're going to meet on Thursday. So Thursday at 6 in the morning in this town, we're going to meet at this coffee shop. Once you establish those rules, those boundaries, those specifics, then you go to step three, which is simply the call. At this point, you would literally call your guys. You call them on the phone or you look at them face-to-face. You don't email them and you don't text them. You make a call and you say something like this. Hey, Joe, this is Mike. I want to talk to you about something that's helped me become the best version of a man. It's an internationally known Christian organization called Men in the Arena. I'm so excited about this. I'm starting a team of my own with my friend, Joe Blow. I want to invite you to join us. We meet every day that we every blank of the week at this location and this time. Will you come to our first meeting and check it out? And then you wait for him to give you an answer. Super simple. So you go from, you know, picking your team captain to building your hit list to calling your men. In other words, you're narrowing that hit list down to a workable number of men. And then step four is your team's list. So once you uh, call your men and you get definite yeses, then you begin to build a team list. Now, what we do here is we get the guy's name, we get his wife's name, we get his email, we get his wife's email, we get his cell phone number, okay? And then what we do now, this team list goes into 
three different groups. It goes into a text group, it goes into a uh, email group, and it goes into the, the specific men, not including their wives, goes into a messenger group of some kind. Now, we don't use Facebook Messenger because a lot of our guys aren't on Facebook. We use a, an app called Telegram, and we put all of those guys in Telegram. We ask them to join Telegram, and it gives us a way to communicate 24-7 with our guys, and we can follow the threads. We can track everything. It's just a beautiful way to communicate to our team. So we need to, so to lead a team, you need a team list. And that team list in review is an email list. It's a text thread. And it's also, and specifically your telegram thread. Once you get to step four, you move to step five. Step five is to have a gathering with the dudes and their wives. So we have found that if you're running a local group, it is vital that you have a potluck of some sort, invite the wives so they can have all of their questions answered. If you are doing a virtual group, it's important to have a virtual Zoom call. We will provide the link with the husbands and their wives. Again, the purpose is to answer the wives' questions. Your goal at this meeting is 100% attendance. And if it's a potluck, we do something like this. We, we have people bring specific food items, and then the captain, uh, the captains introduce each potential team member and their spouse, and then we, we introduce, of course, the captain, so it would be me and my wife, let's say, and then we review the team launch information. In other words, we review, okay, we're going to meet on Thursday at 6 in the morning at this coffee shop starting this day. So we review all of that, and then what we do is we say, hey, we expect and demand 75% attendance to be a part of this group. So in any month, we expect you to be there three out of four times a month. And if you cannot commit to that, then we really would ask you to bow out now uh, because commitment to this group is very, very important. And then we explain what I call the buy-in. We say, hey, uh, we are gonna ask the guys to purchase uh, a resource book so they have that book to work through and write through and take notes. So we need to purchase that because we just believe strongly that a man needs to buy into the ministry. If there's no sweat, if there's no equity, if there's no uh, uh, there's no sweat, there's no skin in the game, these guys aren't going to stick around as long and we'll have a higher rate of attrition. We give a Q&A time. We let the wives ask questions. It'll be mostly the wives asking questions. We pray for the group and then the, then the, the meeting ends. And we call people to that first meeting. We get commitments that they're going to be there, which leads us to step six, which I already talked about, which is the buy-in. So after this group ends and after these guys make a final commitment, we have them buy the books. So you can either go online and buy the books ahead of time and the guys reimburse you, or you can actually go and have the guys buy the books themselves. Now, if you are in the active military, if you are a man, a man in an underdeveloped nation, if you are a missionary, those resources will be provided by us to you for free in PDF form. So if you are in those categories, we want to support uh, our first responders, law enforcement officers, active military, uh, active military missionaries, and men in underdeveloped nations. So it's our way of saying, you know, not only thank you for your service, but it's also our way of saying, hey, money is not an issue here. We want guys to discipled to uh, become their best version in Jesus. And so last step is step seven, is captain commission. If you're starting a local team, we want your pastor or spiritual leader to commission you in front of the men. So in the New Testament, I don't know if you know this, 
The 12 apostles were all commissioned by Jesus in Matthew 28. It's actually called the Great Commission. The Apostle Paul was commissioned by Jesus himself. Joshua was commissioned by Moses. Over and over and over again, we see leaders commissioning their uh, their guys. And so we're asking you to be commissioned. If you're leading a virtual team, uh, an online community, I would be honored to come into that community uh, for a couple minutes and commission you through prayer. Now, I will say this. As we move into the fall, I'm, I'm pleased to announce that we have just hired a full-time position, and his sole requirement is to launch teams, hundreds of teams all around the world. So if you ha- need help launching your team, you hit us up at info at menarena.org. Our, uh, t- our uh, team member who's in charge of that will hit you up immediately. And also in the fall, we have a new book coming out I'm pleased to announce called The Men's Ministry Playbook, where we include these seven launch steps. We include a letter to your pastor. We include everything you need to launch a men's ministry in your church. And we include one year's worth of curriculum. By one year, I'm talking 50 individual distinct meetings broken into several critical series that affect men. Women will hate this book. This book is designed specifically for men, tackling men, man, typically... uh, tackling man issues. Guys, if you appreciated this podcast today, if you've got a buddy that you want to have be your co-captain, or if you want to uh, have a guy that you think might be a great team member, please take this link, share it with your bro, and keep going to the next level of becoming the leader that God is calling you to. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.